Jimmy Clitheroe as the Clitheroe Kid with Peter Sinclair, Patricia Burke, Danny Ross and Diana Day in... Once Upon a Cup Tie. These tickets uh, will come as a welcome surprise. Best wishes. Yours sincerely, Harold Whitaker, Chairman Rovers Football Club. We got that, Shuttleworth? Harold Whitaker, Chairman Rovers Football Club. Yes, got it, Mr. Whitaker. Right. Uh, that, uh, that only leaves the two cup tickets from my personal allocation for Mr. Peter Sinclair. Peter Sinclair. Got it, Mr. Whitaker. No, he lives at 33 Lilac Avenue. Uh, no, 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 don't write that. Lilac Avenue, no, don't write... Oh, <laughs> I've crossed that out, Mr Whitaker. Yes, do that, Shuttleworth. I want you to deliver these two tickets personally by hand. Personally by hand. Uh, don't write everything down. Oh, sorry, Mr Whitaker. I'll deliver them to Lilac Avenue. You'll deliver them to Mr Peter Sinclair himself. If he's not there, bring them back. Whatever you do, don't give them to his grandson, Jimmy Clitheroe. I'll have the same trouble as they had when we were in it third round. Oh, there was trouble, was there? You're not kidding. Trouble with a capital A-H. Alfie <laughs> You ever met him? No, I have not had the pleasure. It's no pleasure, believe me. <laughs> I uh, took the tickets myself to the house. Four of them for third round cup tie. There was only the two of them in. Jimmy the Menace and his daft mate Alfie. And uh, I made the mistake of leaving tickets with him. Who? The menace or his daft mate? Oh, the daft mate, Alfie. The menace was on the phone ringing some school pal of his, trying to get the answer to his homework questions, I think. Hello. Hello, Mrs. Higginbottom. Would you put my pal Ozzy on the phone, please? Now, you've got my message for Mr. Sinclair when he comes in, Mr. Hall. Uh, yes, um, you're Mr. <laughs> Chair, chairman of the Rovers. Hello, blabber chops. <laughs> Listen, this homework. I want the answer to question two. And you've left ten four bob tickets for the cup tie next week against Chelsea. Got it, Aussie? Yes. The one about the chap with the twelve oranges and nine lemons who flogs them for two bob a pound and spends the money on apples. Now, what would he get? Never mind tummy ache, fatso. <laughs> Just give me the answer. Don't shut up, Jimmy. You better come in the roving room, Mr. Livers. Living room, Mr. Rovin. Whitaker. Look, uh, they're in that envelope on the old stand. Now, I've got to be off now. Yeah, but, but don't worry, Mr. Whitaker. I'll see Mr. Sinclair gets his apples. Bates his tickets. Get, 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 get them. Yeah, but, but I'll throw you out. They'll show you out. <laughs> right, but look. Tell him he's not got to let on to the supporters' club about those tickets, because if they find out I've given some to a non-member, they'll string me up at Gormouth by me braces. Hang on, Ozzy. Oh, where the heck is it? You what, Ozzy? I can't find me boot to write the answer in. Now, don't worry, Mr. Whittaker. I'll see that Mr. Sinclair gets your braces. Da-ba-bangs them. Da-ang-ang-ang-ang's your tickets up. I'll start again. Oh, don't bother. I want to get my car moved before those dustbin men get here. Oh, yes, they are at the top of the street. M Mrs. Clitheroe's out and she has something for them. Oh, there's a load of old rubbish here. Yes. <laughs> Do you think there'll be room for you in the bin? Oh, yes, yes, yes. We don't put the lid on. Um, yeah, old papers and magazines and that. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I forgot to, to, to put them in. <laughs> 
Oh, come on, who am I, twit? Hey, I'll go and tell Jimmy. There's no need to tell me, Alfie. I know you're a twit. <laughs> Hang on a minute, Ozzy. What did you want, mister? Me head examining for talking to him. <laughs> now, look, Mr. Hall, don't lose those tickets. There'll be blokes queuing up half the night to get theirs. Off now. Cheerio. Yeah, cheerio, Mr. Mitika. I mean, cheerio, Mr. Chairman. Go, ta before you let him go, you should have asked him if you could be the club's new mascot. I mean, the old one was a goat as well. Oh, baby, your Susan wouldn't let me go to football matches every Saturday after your baba, did you say? I'm a goat. Of course not. Come back in the room, Billy. Right, yeah, that. Billy? Yeah, I'm Alfie. Go stop going on about goats and help me. Yeah, but I've got some rubbish to get rid of for your nanny. Your mammy. Get the tea I'm off again. I won't be a minute, Mr. Dustman. Well, I'm glad we got rid of it, I must say. Did the dustman take all the rubbish, Shelfie? Uh, 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 yes, Mrs. Clitheroe. Nearly all, ma'am. Our Susan's still here. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you such a snack. You won't be so cocky when your granddad comes home and finds out what's happened to the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alfie. Did me shoe dirty your trousers? Here, borrow my hanky and stuff it in your mouth. Alfie, what were you saying about Grandad? Nothing, Susan. Nothing at all. Nothing? Yes, when Alfie speaks, he always says nothing. Don't you, Alfie? Well, mm, I've plenty to say to you, cheeky. All the way there in the ambulance. Oh, look at the time, Susan. We'd better get started on the tea. Uh, bring the rest of that shopping, will you, please, love? All right, you are, Mother. I'll see you in a minute, Alfie. Here I am, Susan. Yeah, now listen for me, boy. We've got to do something about replacing them cup tickets. Yeah, that you chucked in the dustbin with all the other old envelopes. And you heard what the man said on the phone. They've burned all the stuff from Lilac Avenue. All our rubbish has been in, in, insin, insinuated. Yeah. Incinerated. Look, it was as much your fault as mine. You, you moved that envelope off the hall table to write Ozzy's an answer on it, and, and, and you put it with the others. Well, you didn't tell me it had me granddad's cup tickets in it. ta Alfie. It was nice knowing you. I'll see you get a smashing wreath. Stop being funny. What are we going to do? If me granddad walks in, a four-minute mile. <laughs> oh, here go mad, Jimmy. We've got to think of some way of replacing them tickets before he finds out. I know, and I've thought of a way. Listen, after you've brought our Susan home from the dance tonight, don't come in. As soon as you get her home tonight, go in the bushes. I'm not taking yours. <laughs> I'm not taking your Susan in the bushes. Not her. I mean, after she's gone in, you hide in the bushes till I bring all your equipment out. Oh, I see. You mean, what equipment? One camp stool, one blanket, and a hot water bottle. You're going camping tonight, Alfie, with all the other mugs down at the football ground. <laughs> I wish your tongue was frozen stiff. You nearly gave the game away to our Susan, didn't you? Blabber mouth. I heard you. When she said, why are you in such a hurry to leave? You said, I have to. 
to go in the bushes. I've got a bit confused, that's all. Anyway, she didn't think anything was wrong. No, she knows you're always confused. Anyway, here's your hot water bottle. Well, fa. Shove it up your pullover to keep you warm. <laughs> if you still feel cold, set fire to your vest. <laughs> Look, I've, I've, I've been waiting for ages. Where have you been? In bed, of course. There's no point in us both suffering. Yeah, now, look here. I mean, I had to wait till our Susan went to bed. And she was 20 minutes in that bathroom, plastering the frizzog with beauty treatment. Just to look nice for you. And for me? Yeah, she does it every night. Cold cream, hot cream, vanishing cream. <laughs> and all for a clock like you. you. Look, I'm warning you, any more funny remarks and I'm going home. I don't fancy queuing up all night in this weather, not even for your granddad. You're not doing it for me, granddad. You lost the tickets. If me granddad had lost them, he'd queue up. He's not scared of the cold. He once slept out all night in the garden. And he was sober. <laughs> he he, he slept in the garden. Well, in the cold frame. I don't believe you. It's true. He grew a vegetable marrow for a competition. And on the telly the night before, they said there was going to be frost. So to stop the marrow being damaged, he slept with it in his arms. In the... He did. In the garden. All night. Did he say that? Yeah. And in the morning, that's how they found him. Frozen to the marrow. <laughs> put an advert in the paper. Lost one set of brains, never been used. Now, don't start on me again. I said I'm sorry. I get to the ground at half past ten in the morning, and what do I find? The pay box is closed, the ticket's all gone, and you, fast asleep in the player's entrance here. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I couldn't keep awake. Well, I tried everything, singing, running about, standing on one leg. When the policeman came round, I even offered to take his dog for a walk. What happened? He growled at me and showed his teeth. Hey, fancy a policeman doing that. Yes, it did. But the dog did that. Oh, the policeman just licked your face. Yes, oh, sure. <laughs> you shut up for good when my granddad finds out there's no tickets. He'll growl at you and show his teeth. Listen, there's still a chance of getting some tickets. I, I, I banged on the ticket office window till the man opened it again and he told me where to go. I don't blame him. <laughs> he told me there's a pub where the ticket touts go and I might get four there if I pay a bit extra. Oh, good. Which pub? I can't remember the name. Well, go and bang on the window again. With your head this time. Listen, clever fella. I knew I'd forget the name, so I wrote it down on an envelope in my pocket. Here it is. Uh, listen, 12 oranges and 9 lemons at 2 shillings a pound. <laughs> oh, no, that's not it. No, that, it, it, it's on the other side. That's the envelope I wrote me homework on, you twit. That's right, the one I put the tickets in before I threw it in the... Uh, I didn't throw it in the dustbin. Oh, look, look the, the, the tickets are here, Jimmy. Oh, heck, I've, I've queued up all night for no reason at all. Oh, no, Alfie, you had a very good reason for queuing up. What? You're stupid.
coffee. Jimmy and Granddad are nearly ready. Yeah, thanks, Susan. Well, Jimmy's in here with Mother. Hello, Alfie. Well, you're certainly dressed for the cold, aren't you? Yeah, well, I wore these really to save a row. Me mum said it was too cold to watch football. Me dad said it was all right if I kept warm. She said he was callous. He said I was too collie wobbled. She started to cry. He started to shout. Gave me his balaclava and told me to wrap up and me mum to belt up. Uh, well, what are you wearing, Jimmy? Earplugs if you're coming. <laughs> You'll wrap up warmly and take a rug. We haven't got seats, ma'am. We're standing. Unless I'm behind a big one, then I'll be sitting on Alfie's shoulders. <laughs> well, I agree with your mother, Alfie. I think you're all mad to go in this weather, especially father. Oh, yes. Mr. Sinclair wants to keep warm. Oh, he'll be all right. He'll be wearing his fur-lined kilt. Fur-lined kilt? <laughs> yes, then he can do an impersonation of Ken Dodd. Mm, what do you mean? Well, when he sits down, he'll say, oh, First of all, oh, first of all, I would like to say how tickled I am. <laughs> Oh, you funny boy. Don't believe him, Alfie. Ah, don't. If Mr. Sinclair wore his kilt, his knees would freeze. No, they won't. Every winter we have his legs lagged. <laughs> you two are wasting your time. He's got an answer for everything. Susan, would you fill the flask with tea? The kettle should be boiling now, love. All right, Mother. I'll make a special flask for Jimmy with the washing up water. The way your tea tastes, I've never noticed the difference. <laughs> oh, what's all the shouting for? You're not at the match yet. Well, we need some practice if we're going to wake up that centre-forward of ours. Clumsy Carter. Is that what they call him, Clumsy Carter? Yeah. Every time they give him a pass, he falls over his own feet. The other side don't have to beat him. He does it himself. Oh, don't exaggerate, Jimmy. You what? The other week he tripped himself up that many times the referee took his name for dirty play. Don't talk, Jeff. Luke, he's had three penalties this season and he hasn't hit the ball, never mind the net. The first time his boot flew off and hit a photographer. The second time he kicked the ground and the third time he missed the ball and kicked the ref. <laughs> Don't believe a word of it. Shall I answer the door, Mrs. Clayton? Oh, thank you, Alfie. It'll be Higginbotham, I expect. I'm telling you, ma'am, clumsy Carter's passed it. He's too old. Every time he heads the ball, his wig flies off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you and your stories. Come in, Mrs. Ready for what? A trip to the North Pole? <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Clitheroe. Pete. Peggy. <laughs> Come in, Mr. Higginbottom. Ah, the way Alf is wrapped up when he opened the door, I thought it was Nanook of the North. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you start on him, Mr. Higginbottom. You got the taxi with you, Higgy? Yes, outside. Oh, are we going by taxi? Well, we are. <laughs> but in that get up, you better phone for a team of huskies. <laughs> I'll put the flask of tea in here with the sandwiches. <laughs> Thanks, love. Uh, you'd better take charge of it, Father. All uh, right, you are, my dear. Uh, I say, Higgy, I've got a wee drop of the hard stuff to warm us up at half-time. Oh, good, good. You can't be lubricating the old tonsils if you're going to do a bit of shouting, can you? <laughs> Your voice doesn't need any lubricating. <laughs> no, they don't call him Foghorn Fred for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> What's oh. the joke? That you are. I mean, um, I mean, I mean, I mean you're, you're nothing. No, nothing is. 
There's no joke, Fred. Mr. Foghorn, the begging ball. Are you trying to be funny? Oh, no, he doesn't have to try. He was born like that. Well, come on now, come on. Let's get going. We want to be on the ground early. Oh, you're right, you're right. I, I want to find somewhere to park the taxi. Well, we don't want to be standing outside the ground for long in this weather waiting for you. Look, I won't be long. I'll be as quick as I can. Anyway, while I'm finding a parking spot, you can go in that snack bar opposite the main gates. All right, Higgy, I'll buy us a cup of tea. Yes, and three straws. I'll have no cheek from you or you won't go at all. I'm sorry, Grandad. Hey, Mr. Higginbottom, last time I went, I saw a parking spot just behind the cafe. Nobody seems to notice it. Huh? Well, perhaps you're not allowed to park there. Oh, you are. A car went in just as we were walking to the ground. Okay, I'll have a look. Right. We've got everything now. Yeah. Food, drink, rattle, pea shooter. Pea shooter? Yeah, in case we want Clumsy Carter to jump up and head the ball. <laughs> Your granddad's getting you a cup of tea, so be satisfied. But I want a hamburger. He said you're not having anything more to eat. Any road, they don't sell them here. Well, there's a hamburger stand outside near the turnstiles. Yeah, I'm not going out. If you want one, will you tell? All right, I will. I can get me own hamburger. I don't need you. <laughs> do you? No, just your money. You're right, yeah. <laughs> we'll get lost. Hello there, boyos. Going to the match, are you? Oh, yeah. Well, have you got your tickets, then? Baby, yes, thank you. We've got them. Well, we haven't. He's got them. Not him here. Him over there, his granddad. Come again, boyo. J- Jimmy's granddad's over there. He- he- he's getting some tea. He's got four tickets, not tea. I mean, you <laughs> You asked for it, mister. Oh, I get you. The old gentleman over there has got four tickets, has he? That's right. Four tickets, but only three cups of tea, because we're not all here. <laughs> <laughs> you speak for yourself. Well, I hope the old gentleman's got him in a safe place. Not his back pocket or outside pocket like where anyone could steal them. Oh, no, he's not daft. He's got them in his inside pocket of his jacket. Left or right? Yeah, left. Well, well, it is left, but you're right. Because you're looking at him. Oh, I see. Very sensible. Well, cheerio, boyos. Enjoy the game, if you see it. (laughs) Oh, what's that? What a funny bloke. Comes up, says hello, and walks away laughing. What's funny about that? Everybody laughs when they walk away from you. <laughs> There's one who'll be crying sitting next to me in a minute. Hey, he's just bumped into me granddad and spilt your tea. Oh, look where you're going. Sorry, my friend. Yeah, how, how do you know it's my tea he spilt? Because mine's the full one. Oh, I think... Oh, we'll cut it out. You've spilt the tea all over my coat. Oh, I'm really sorry, Jockey. Let me wipe it for you. Look, leave me alone. Get off my jacket. Well, I'm only trying to help. Well, I can manage myself. Okay, okay, don't get irritated. I'll pee over the cup of tea. It's all right, you didn't spill much. Right you are, then. Next time we meet, I'll buy you a guess. Oh, yeah, your granddad doesn't have look mad. I thought he was going to chuck a cup of tea at that bloke. <laughs> what, at the price they charge you? He'll never get that mad. <laughs> Did you see that fool who bumped into me? Yes, he was over here talking to us. Hello, Mr. Higginbottom's arrived. He must have found a junkyard to park his crop. Did you hear what he said about a haggis? 
Well, for once this grandson of yours was telling the truth. I found that parking space round the back. Are we ready for off, then? No, we're not. Hello, what's up with you? Have they made you pay for the tea? <laughs> Look, you cut out the comedy. We'll go as soon as I've drunk the tea and not before. Ah, just a minute. If you want to stop here, you can, but I'm going now. Just hand over my ticket. All right. I'll give you your ticket. Here you... That's funny. Where are they? Ma. The tickets, they've gone. Oh, no. Don't tell me you've lost them. I had them when I came in here. Yeah, that's right. You took them out to, to check the numbers and put them back in your inside... No, heck. That bloke who bumped into me. He's stolen. I said he was a funny bloke. Oh, you're a right mug, Peter. But it was so quick. He didn't touch me for more than a few seconds. Ah, well, he knew they were in your inside pocket, didn't he? <laughs> oh. Well, Jimmy told him. <laughs> I told Alfie the man must have known. Pete, this little brat's booked to something. Well, I'll find out later. Right now, we've got to get after those tickets or we'll miss the match. Oh, no, we won't. If we don't catch him, those spibs are going to catch you for about eight quid. What? We pay two pounds a ticket. You lost them, you replace them. Come on, then. Grandad, me and Alfie will wait for you near the turnstiles. All right, but don't go away. Oh, don't worry, we'll stay near the hamburger stands until you get back or Alfie's money runs out. Yeah. Hey, now, look, you can have one hamburger and no more. Only one, do you understand? There you are, and you're getting no more. That's four hamburgers you've had. Well, waiting round in this cold weather, you've got to eat to keep warm. Get warm? The way you're stuffing yourself, you're all ready to burst into flames. Do you begrudge buying me a hamburger? Have a good mind to refuse it. Now, go on, then. Oh, no, I, I've licked this. I'll, I'll refuse the next one. Yeah, there'll be no next one. You told me you wanted a hamburger. You didn't say I had to make a takeover bid for his stall. Oh, <laughs> jokes as well. You ought to be on the telly. You'd soon be adjusting the sex. Oh, date your hamburger and keep quiet. Hey, Alfie, look over there. Quick, see that bloke talking to Mr. Whittaker? Where? There, Mr. Whittaker. Oh, yes, he's the fellow who came with the tickets. He's a director of all this. The fellow who robbed me granddad. No, no, it wasn't Mr. Whittaker. He looked more like the other bloke there. The, the one who's brushing Mr. Whittaker's coat with his hands. That's who I mean. But, 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 but it was Mr. Whittaker who brought the ticket. Never mind. He's coming this way. Quick, buy a bottle of lemonade. Hey, now look, I bought you enough stuff. Hit, you're getting no lemonade. Hit him with... I'll tell him his shoelace is undone. And when he bends down, you clout him. I'm not hitting Mr. Whittaker. Oh, give me strength. I mean, hit the thief. He's coming. Quick, get the bottle. But don't hit him too hard. You mean it, it might hurt him? Never mind him. I don't want you to break the bottle. I want the money back on the empty. <laughs> Jim Lord, I must say I'm very grateful. I, I thought I'd lost my wallet for good. Oh, that's all right, Mr. Whittaker. Anytime you want a thief catching, just send for Sheriff Wild Jim Hickok, <laughs> who always gets his man. I <laughs> well, I'll remember, Sheriff. Well, where's your friend Alfie? Oh, me dopey deputy. 
You can tell how dopey he is when I pinned his deputy's badge on him. Oh, why? I pinned it on him while he was in his bath. <laughs> oh, you and your jokes. Yes, well, my heart feels a bit better, but it's going black and the trainer's headed to keep throbbing till it goes down. But it's just swollen. There's nothing in it. He didn't mean your eye. I meant your head. <laughs> now, look, you've caused enough trouble. Don't blame me. I planned the attack, Mr. Whittaker, for the thief to bend down to fasten his shoe so Alfie could belt him with the bottle. But Clothead missed the bloke, hit the hamburger stand, and the bottle bounced back in his own eye. <laughs> if I hadn't thrown me hamburger in the bloke's face, Alfie would have had his chips. <laughs> hey, that's a hamburger you owe me, Alfie. You mean you knocked him out with hamburger? No. Wiping the onions out of his eyes, Alfie had time to take a second swipe with the bottle. Well, anyway, I'm very grateful. I must go hit ground now, so uh, you find the others and take them in with this card. Oh, uh, right, Mr. Whittaker. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, that's all right. Well, bye bye, lads. Hope you enjoy the game. Mm, well, why was all that? I told him how my granddad lost the tickets. So he's uh, invited us all into the director's box. Oh, oh hey, that's nothing. <laughs> Come on, let's find me granddad and Mr. Higginbottom. Keep your eye open. You're a good one. Right, yeah, you two. Come on with me. Higginbottom's waiting for us. Oh, granddad, you've got a very clever grandson, you have. We're going to the match after all. I know we are. I've just bought the tickets. <laughs> well, yes, well, you needn't worry, but you what? I bought four ten-bob tickets for two pounds each. Well, you're daft old grandad. <laughs> I mean, we don't need them. Mr. Whittaker's given me a free pass to the director's box for four of us. Oh, no. And I've wasted eight pounds. Well, you shouldn't have been so quick. Or you should have been a bit quicker when that thief was emptying your pockets. He didn't empty my pockets. He just went straight for the tickets as if he knew where they were. Well, he did, didn't he? I know. Wait a minute. Alfie, what did you say before about him knowing which pocket they were in? But I didn't. Well, but I did, but I, 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 I didn't tell you. J J J J Jimmy told him. But no, 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 but nobody told him. He did a guess when Jimmy told him. Alfie, <laughs> go and jam your head in the turnstiles. I thought that was it. Grandad, don't lose your temper before the kickoff, or you won't enjoy the game. You can sell your tickets to some other mug. A man. I can't, but you can. Give me that free pass. Uh, yes, Grandad. Now you've got ten minutes before the match starts. So if you want to claim your seat in the director's box, start selling. But Grandad, I... Wait here, Alfie, till I get Higginbottom. Ah, <laughs> Mr. Sinclair. Oh, I'm sorry, Jim. Sorry, you blabbermouth. Here, you're selling two of these, and you better be quick if you want to see the game, or I'll buy another bottle of lemonade and do an encore on your other eye. All right. Get cracking. This way for your tickets. Get your tickets here for the match of the year. Tickets for sale. Get your tickets. <laughs> Lovely tickets, only two left. Them two off you. Oh, thank you, sir. Here you are. Get your tickets here. I have so much Oh, good lad. Give me the four pounds. You oh, don't be daft. The ten shilling tickets. I, I sold the two for a pound. A pound? Me grandad paid two quid each for them. Oh, don't some ticket touts mothers have them. <laughs> Thank you.
Those involved with the Clitheroe Kids this week were Peter Sinclair as grandfather, Patricia Burke as mother, Danny Ross as Alfie Hall, Diana Day as Susan, Tony Melody as Mr. Higginbottom, Brian Truman as Mr. Whittaker, and Arnold Peters as Mr. Shuttleworth and the Thief. The recorded program was written by James Casey and Frank Roscoe, produced by James Casey, and starred Jimmy Clitheroe as the kid himself. It was a great match. Well, you can tell. Alfie got that excited when we scored. He stuffed his rattle in his mouth and waved his ham sandwich. <laughs> Our team played a draw and we all had a smashing day except Mr Higginbottom. When he came out afterwards, he was pinched for parking. It seems the space I told him about was reserved for the chief constable. <laughs> I only got his hands off my throat by telling him I'd fixed his tickets for the replay. Now the only problem is to get four tickets. So I've told Alfie to have a lie-in tomorrow. Well, I don't want him falling asleep again when he queues up all night on Wednesday. Carol! <laughs>